Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Now, I often get asked, what does a good business plan look like? Where do I start? Because I'm really confused and I'm just kind of feeling a little bit lost. So what I want to share with you today is the structure of a business plan and the various elements that you need in order to have a very robust business plan that is not only going to be clearly aligned with your purpose and your vision, but also is going to be very actionable. So the vision is really all about your reason why. Your mission is the what are you trying to achieve and your strategy is how you're going to get there. Now, having a strong business plan is a core part of the strategy. It's the how you're going to get there and what does it look like? Now, a business plan is so important to have because it gives you the clarity. It gives you the focus. It allows all of your team to be aligned. And importantly, if you're raising finance for your business, for either running the day-to-day operation or for scaling up and growing, any investor is going to want to see your business plan. So it's very important that you have this in place, but it doesn't have to be complicated. So what I'm going to do is make it easy for you. So I don't know if you've ever felt like this, where you're just sort of feeling overwhelmed, you don't know where to start. So let me take you through what are the core elements of a good business plan. So there are 10 key sections. Now you might want to grab a pen and paper so you can take some notes and write this down. Uh, But equally, if you're watching this on YouTube or on, you know, my channel listening on the podcast, you can also, you know, watch it back, stop it, take the notes. uh, Or if it's on my social media, again, you can do the same. So I hope this is going to be helpful for you. I'm sure it is. I'm trying to demystify this and make sure that you are in a good place to be able to put some of this stuff in the right way for your business to scale up and grow and get all of your team excited and on the same page. So the first part of a business plan, the first section is really the executive summary. And what the executive summary does in a real short, sharp paragraph or couple of paragraphs might be a page, sometimes up to four pages if it's a really uh, larger business that you have. But the executive summary allows someone to really get a short, sharp hit focused on what your business is all about, what you're trying to achieve, some of the high level numbers that they need to be aware of, where you are now, where you're heading, etc. So it just covers the key 
points. That's section one. Section two, I would recommend is an overview of your business. And by that, I mean, you know, what's the actual sort of maybe history and background of the business, how it started, a bit of the legacy, what type of business is it? Where is it located? And, and what's the sort of the, the business model, if you like, the kind of description of your business, what your business is all about. That's section two. Section three, this is really around the operational plan of the business. So in this section, it offers an explanation describing how the business will function. So that could include the physical setup, but also responsibilities for specific tasks. Section four, we're now sort of taking a step back really in terms of the broader perspective. So the market as a whole, a bit of market analysis. This is section four. So in section four, you'll be describing about the market overall, maybe some specific data and charts that you can show here, how your sector has grown over time and, you know, and some graphs, etc. Define your target market in here and any plans in terms terms of how you actually expect to address the market specifically. So that is section four, market analysis. Section five, products and services. So this describes your offering essentially. So depending on whether you're a manufacturing business, for example, and what you actually produce, or you could be a service-led business. And this is all around, you know, the, the service and the offering that you provide for your customers, for your guests, etc. So it's a brief description of the products and the services that you offer. Section six, sales and marketing. So this outlines your marketing plan, your distribution strategy, uh, the channels that you actually manage to um, sell through. You might also include in here a little bit around your pricing structure and your pricing strategies as well, how that's positioned. And here it's also good to align that back to your target customer uh, in terms of who you're aiming for. So you might, for example, have a key strategic imperative to move your business to an omni-channel distribution. And that might mean a shift from a traditional distribution through, say, retail bricks and mortar to more of an online omnipresence. So your marketing strategy will be aligned with that goal that you're trying to achieve, for example. So sales and marketing, you know, what's your PR? In here, you might include aspects around your budget um, as well, and some of the KPIs on, on what's working well for your return on investment for different campaigns that you might have done, etc. So just to really give a very good overview of the sales marketing and, and pricing that you have for your business. Section seven, competitor analysis. Who are you up against in the market? Uh, it's always really important to know what everyone else is up to. Uh, I don't think you should be running your business by, you know, be just totally comparing yourself to others, but you do need to know what's going on in your environment. Now, I have this as section seven, but equally, this could come after the market analysis part that I mentioned as well. And sometimes I've seen that in business plans where those two sections kind of go side by side. But here it's all around, you know, the competitive landscape. Who's, who's your competitor? You might sometimes have a matrix which maybe maps out the competitors. So, for example, you could have sort of like what are your mass market 
big volume players versus your more differentiated uh, players in the market. You might then on another axis have the price position of the product. So there's lots of different ways that you can scope this out. But what it allows you to do is to clearly demonstrate who you're up against in the market and importantly, where you stand out. What are your points of difference so that that becomes very, very clear as part of your business plan. Section eight, this is all about your team. So who is the management team? Who's the leadership team? What's the actual uh, organization structure that you have? All of the key people in your business that are leading those various functions. So very often what I would recommend you include in this section of the sort of the management team is the organization structure, the key positions, a photograph maybe of each person, a little bit of a bio on their background, because what that does, it's one, it allows people to understand how the business is organized and structured. Two, it also then allows people to see the credibility and the credentials of your team. And in particular, as I say, if you are looking to raise finance to scale and grow your business, then Essentially, people do business with people that they know, like and trust. So having a strong team and a strong leadership group is absolutely critical for that credibility piece as well. And of course, it's important to be able to demonstrate diversity of thought. Um, you know, so having a diverse leadership team and management team, whether that's gender diversity, cultural background, you know, racial diversity, LGBTQ, etc. So more and more, it's so, so critical that we have a diverse group of people running our businesses. So this is a great opportunity to showcase that. Section nine, we're coming to uh, the last two sections here. Section nine is really all about the financials. So this is the financial plan. This is a chunky old section here because in here you will be including all the all the financial information. Um, it might include if you're a startup, your startup costs in order to, to kind of get going, what level of investment you might be looking for. So in here, I would be including not only your uh, core financial statements of profit and loss, cash flow, balance sheet, but also if you're looking to raise finance, how much you're looking to raise, how will those funds be deployed, what's the return on investment uh, that the, that level of investment will generate for the investor or partner that you're going into, how you plan to use those funds, um, any anticipated need for additional funding going forward, and any ongoing business expenses, maybe, maybe core um, capital expenditure projects that you might have you'd include in here. So this tends to be quite a heavy section, uh, but it, it comes after you've already described all of those earlier sections. And then section 10, this is all about the projections, the forecast. So I would always recommend having a business plan that shows you one year, three years and five years. Now, five years isn't always essential uh, because that can be quite far out depending on the stage of growth that you are in for your business. If you're a new startup, it's very, very difficult sometimes to think where you're going to be in five years time. Um, it can become quite theoretical. But if you're a very well-established business, um, then actually five years future projection is much more realistic because you have a long track record. So here it's, it's it's important to be able to show the growth, the trajectory of the business um, in terms of the financial performance. So those forward forecasts would be for your profit and loss account, 
Um, and then the profit and loss, you, you know, the, the core lines of that really are the revenue, the gross margin, uh, the expenses and, and importantly, the sort of the profit line and the various measures of profit, you know, earnings before tax, depreciation, amortisation, profit before tax, lots of different measures of profit. But EBITDA is a common one across across different uh, businesses. But yeah, so in your profit and loss account, you would then project that forward over those different periods. Uh, the same would go for your balance sheet and your cash flow. And then also maybe some of the operational KPIs um, that are also critical for the future growth and performance of the business. So I hope that's been helpful. I know there's a lot of information in there, uh, but I do get asked this a lot, both from my mentee clients and also for the clients and businesses that I advise um, either as private equities, equity houses that are looking to invest and buy businesses that I support um, with those acquisitions or for businesses that are in really need a strategic review in terms of identifying the way forward. So I hope that gives you some um, context. I'm just going to very quickly recap on the 10 sections that any good business plan should really have within it. The order you can you can sort of move around a little bit depending on what you're happy with. But this is what you I would recommend you include in your business plan. So number one, executive summary. Number two, business overview. Number three, the operational plan. Number four, market analysis. Five, what are the products and services you offer? Six, sales and marketing. Seven, competitive analysis, that benchmark is who you're up against. Number eight, your management and leadership teams. Number nine, the financial plan. And then number 10, the forward projections and forecasts. So I hope that is helpful. Um, I'm actually running a master class, a free discovery, um, business discover, discovery session. So I would love it if you would join me on that because I'm going to get into more detail on this. So I hope this is just giving you a bit of an overview. But if you're interested in joining for that absolute free <laughs> uh, business discovery session, then just sign up through the link um, either in the podcast notes or on my social media, or otherwise you can just send me a, a direct message to info at JeanetteLinfootAssociates.com. So that's info at JeanetteLinfootAssociates.com. So there's two N's and two T's in Jeanette. But yeah, as I say, the link, uh, you'll be able to just sign up very easily for that uh, business discovery session. So I hope, hopefully I will see you there. I hope this has been helpful and useful. But in the meantime, just remember, be brave, be bold and be brilliant. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.